3: Good evening, Cleveland and Columbus sports fans. This is Jen B, and you're tuned in live to the show of the land on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all the sports. Tonight, we are going to talk about the Browns and their big win over the Bessons. And unfortunately, maybe we'll talk some more injuries and what's coming next and where things stand for the Browns this season and in the playoff run. We will then talk about some Ohio State football. They are playing a bowl game this week and we will wrap things up in the football football arena with some crew news, some signings and twenty twenty four schedule release. Then we will talk some basketball with the Cavs and the Charge, and more injury news, and uh, some college basketball. And then we will move on to some hockey with the Blue Jackets and the Monsters, and we'll wrap things up with some Guardians news. But before we get started, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Planet Jerky. Be sure to check them out on Instagram at Planet Jerky. And you can also check out their website, planetjerky.net, where you can order their delicious premium beef brisket jerky. And uh, pick some of that up for your New Year's celebration, possibly, or uh, beyond New Year's. Um, it is a delicious and it is gluten free. So uh, be sure to hop on planetjerky.net and check that out and order yourself some delicious premium beef brisket jerky. Also, be sure to check out IE Sports Radio on all of the socials at IE Sports Radio, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, X, and the like be sure to check out the IE Sports Radio X page to vote for the finalists in the Hall of Fame voting and get your votes in. There are two remaining categories or groups of people to vote for, so be sure to hop on there and get your votes in in the next day or so. And... uh be sure to check out our website at iesportsradio.com where you can catch our blog, the Hall of Fame, Fans of the Week. You can also chat with the hosts in the forum. And there are pages for all of the different shows where you can get a little bio on each of the hosts of the different shows. So be sure to check that out. And without further ado, let's get into those Browns. So the Browns, as I already stated, played the Texans on Sunday and they won 36 to 22. The game was not as close as the score. Um, The Texans got some garbage points in the second half when the Browns pulled all of their starters. They ended up putting them back in after the Texans offense marched right down the field and scored two touchdowns on the Browns uh, with their second string defense in. But uh, all in all, it was a, a very good game for the Browns. Joe Flacco went 27 for 42 with 368 yards and a Three touchdowns. He also had two interceptions, which really didn't matter that much. Um, the Texans didn't get any points off of them. And the second one was an interception in the end zone. Because, as I will get to shortly, Dustin Hopkins was hurt and they could not kick a field goal. So they had to go for the touchdown on fourth down and it ended up being an interception. Amari Cooper... Had 11 receptions for 265 yards and two touchdowns. He is the first Browns wide receiver to record back to back 1,000 yard receiving seasons. He also now has the most receiving yards by a Browns wide receiver on the road and the most receiving yards by a Browns wide receiver in a single game, surpassing a Josh Gordon, who had 261. Dustin Hopkins was injured during the game. He uh, has a hamstring injury and was out most of the game and has been already ruled out for the Jets game on Thursday. Um, The Texans had a kickoff return for a touchdown. And Dustin Hopkins attempted to make the tackle on that return. And that is when he injured his hamstring. Um, Corey Bohorquez took over on kickoffs, but he was not confident enough to kick field goals. And the other issue was he is the holder. So they did not have somebody else to act as holder in order for him to attempt to kick the field goals. So the Browns, finished the game doing two point conversions and going for it on fourth down. So that was interesting. But um, Corey Bohorquez ended up getting hurt also with the extra workload and he has a quad injury and is questionable for Thursday. DTR went in for a couple of trick plays and ended up on IR with a hip injury So, P.J. Walker has been signed back to the active roster. They signed kicker Riley Patterson to the practice squad and punter Matt Hack as well to the practice squad. Um, I would assume Riley Patterson will be elevated from the practice squad for the game on Thursday. And possibly Matt, depending on uh, what Bohorkas' uh, status is, come probably tomorrow evening. Um, Juan Thornhill did return to practice today, so that is some positive news. Uh, after Bajorquez got injured... <laughs> D'Anthony Bell handled the kickoff, so <laughs> it was quite an adventure on Sunday. Uh, both Bohorquez and D'Anthony Bell had very interesting kickoffs. They were kind of like squib cakes. They just kind of bounced down the field, <laughs> but uh, I mean, they didn't return any of them, so that's good. Um, the first team defense gave up and zero points. The... Before the Browns pulled their starters, the only points the Texans had scored was that kickoff return for a touchdown. And then the two... They had two touchdown drives uh, against the Browns' second-team defense. Um, So... The first team defense played amazingly well and unfortunately had to go back in. They were trying to rest guys as much as possible since we do play again on Thursday. But uh, they ended up having to put them back in because they didn't want to give away the game. Um, But the good news is the Browns clinch a playoff berth with a win on Thursday against the Jets. And I just saw earlier that Zach Wilson has been ruled out and Trevor Simeon will get the start for the Jets. Anthony Walker Jr. had a knee scope which kept him out of the game against the Texans and it is possible he will go on IR. I have not seen anything updates on that as of yet so we will keep an eye on that and see if he ends up getting back to the lineup or not. Uh, Joe Flacco has more yards at 1,321 and more touchdowns at 10 than any other quarterback since week 13 and Joe Flacco is up once again for FedEx Air Player of the Week. It is the third week in a row, so be sure to go vote. I have the tweet or whatever you want to call it, the X post pinned on my show account at the show of the land, i.e. So hop on X and go. Get your votes in for Joe Flacco for FedEx Air Player of the Week. You can also vote for Anthony Walker Jr. for um, Walter Walter Payton Man of the Year. So be sure to do that too. I do not have that one pinned, but you can find it on the Browns page. You can also find it if you scroll through my posts on the show page today. So be sure to get on and vote for our guys. And be sure you're retweeting for Pro Pro Bowl votes for our guys. Omari Cooper for sure deserves to be in the Pro Bowl, as does Dustin Hopkins, even though he may not finish the season. He has been the best kicker in the league. So get him in there. And of course, my guy, Charlie Hewlett. There is no better long snapper in the league. Get Charlie to the Pro Bowl, guys. Alright. That's it for the Browns. Well, actually it's not. They play the Jets on Thursday. And like I said, they can clinch a playoff berth. They are still in play for the number one seed. However, in order for that to happen, Miami has to lose to Buffalo in two weeks. And... Baltimore has to lose to Miami and to Pittsburgh. So, I don't know if it'll happen, but it is possible. And it is also still possible for the Browns to take the division and not be the number one seed. Um, But again, Baltimore would have to lose both games. So, we will see what happens there. I am perfectly fine with the number five seed. But uh, it would be nice to have a home playoff game. Because I can't even tell you when the last time we had one was. So that would be pretty great. But, you know, playoff berth with all of these injuries is pretty special in and of itself. So we will take whatever we get. But the key is for the Browns to just win. So, on Thursday, we're going to go 1-0. And then next Sunday, not this coming Sunday, the following Sunday, or Saturday. I don't think that game's been scheduled yet, for sure, yet. It's either Saturday or Sunday. Against the Bengals, we got to go 1-0 there, too. So, that's the plan. Hopefully, fingers crossed, toes crossed, everything crossed, no more freaking injuries. Think We've had more than our fair share. But anyhow, on to some college football. On Friday, December 29th, Ohio State, number seven, Ohio State, will take on number nine, Missouri, at the Cotton Bowl. So, let's go, Bucks, And for the Columbus Crew... The 2024 schedule has been...
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
3: They will open the season in Atlanta at Atlanta United on February 24th. The crew have also acquired midfielder Marino Henestroza via transfer from Club de Futbol Panchuca of Mexico. So, welcome. Marino to the Columbus crew. They also signed free agent midfielder Derek Jones through 2025 with a 2026 option. And they signed free agent goalkeeper Nicholas Hagen for 2024 with options through 2026. And in the chat, Taryn Rodriguez, host of our set point volleyball show, which was just about an hour ago on ie sports radio your direct feed for all that is sports he is also the host of our socal supreme sports show so be sure to check him out for everything volleyball and everything southern california sports and he says the browns playoff chances are looking brighter the jets are a tricky foe What they lack in a QB they make up for in every other department. I agree. The Jets have been a trap game for the Browns almost every season lately. So I am a little leery, especially going on the short week with no kicker and no punter. But hopefully they can pull it out. They built some confidence with that big win in Houston This weekend, um, there has been so much talk about the Browns defense not traveling well. So it was huge for the defense to play so well on the road and build up that confidence and prove to everyone else what they already know that they're the best defense in the NFL. Um, And he also says, is Marvin Harrison Jr. playing for Ohio State? I have not heard one way or the other, so I would assume he is playing, because I think it would be big news if he wasn't. So, as far as I know, everybody is playing, well, with the exception of the guys that left in the transfer portal, of course. Um, so I would assume Devin Brown will be starting at quarterback since Kyle McCord is gone to Syracuse. Um, but, but yes, as far as I know, Marvin Harrison is playing. Um, like I said, I have not heard otherwise, so I would I would assume he is a go, but uh, but I guess we'll see. Come Friday for sure, if he plays or not, um, it'll be interesting how this uh, game ends up playing out. I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State ends up losing since uh, they lost a uh, few starters to the transfer portal. Um, but but we'll see. We'll see. I will be rooting for Ohio State, of course. But like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if it does not go our way. Um, but uh, that is going to wrap things up for all things football and football. So I am going to take a short break and then I will be back to talk basketball. With the Cavs and the Charge and some college basketball on the show of the land on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
1: What's going on, football fans? This is me, be inviting you to join myself, Colin Reynolds, Mike Pat, and John Felipe for one of the most electrifying football shows you have ever heard. Three and out, right here at IE Sports Radio. Recap of the week before, a preview of what's to come, and of course, three hardcore head-to-head prom-time face-offs. Each
2: week, you don't want to miss it. Hey, yo, what's up? Bishop Man Bishop, the voice of This is KC Sports, the show where we go over the Chiefs, the Royals, KC Current, Sporting KC. MU, and oh yeah, if we got time, we'll even throw in some of that KU stuff for my people on the 913 sub. Come hang out with us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
0: sports fans are you looking for a sports show that maybe isn't 100 about sports
3: then you might want to check out the sports couple perspectives right here on iu sports radio your
2: direct feed for all that is sports
0: most sports shows cover only scores and stats and while we're not opposed to that we dig a little deeper into sports issues and some of the hottest topics in athletics
3: In addition to sports, we take a journey through my neck of the woods, pop culture, with movie reviews of both sports and non sports films.
0: Speaking of pop culture, make sure to participate in our game nights, where we quiz each other on our specialties and you, the listeners, can win IE Sports Radio apparel.
3: We always have a great time learning more about each other's worlds, one show at a time.
0: So join us each week on the Sports Couple Perspectives, right here on IE Sports Radio, your directory for all that is sports.
4: fans, are you a fan of Southern California sports? Are you looking for a show hotter than a hot summer day in California? Then look no further than the SoCal Supreme Sports Show, where I talk about all things Southern California sports. That's right, all sports teams from Southern California. From the hard-hitting tackles of the NFL, to the killer crossovers and big three-pointers of the NBA and WNBA, to the grand slams of the MLB, to the bone-chilling goals of the NHL, and to the booming kicks of the MLS. SoCal Supreme Sports Show has it all for you. Oh, and let us not forget about the college sports as well. So join me, Taryn Rodriguez, every week here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
3: You're back live with Jen B on the show of the land right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. So let's talk some basketball. So on Wednesday, the Cavs played the Utah Jazz here in Cleveland, and they won one twenty four to one sixteen. The starting five were Craig Porter Jr., Max Strus, Isaac Okoro, Dean Wade, and Jarrett Allen. Donovan Mitchell was out due to illness, and is still out. And I just saw a report that he may still be out tomorrow's game and I'll tell you what if he has what I have I'm not surprised because I'll tell you what this thing will not go away whatever it is this bug is nasty you might be able to hear it in my voice it is crazy it will not go away and I literally hit mute just in time to have a coughing fit a few minutes ago so it it's not fun and if he has it, I, I could not imagine playing basketball with this bug because just walking up and down the stairs is torture because I can't breathe. But anywho, Sam Merrill led with 27 points. So way to go, Sam. He is really stepping up, except now he's hurt. So we're, we won't talk about that because, you know, everybody's hurt. Everybody's hurt. If you play for Cleveland, you're hurt. If you play for Columbus, you're probably hurt. Anywho. Thursday, they played the New Orleans Pelicans and lost 123-104. to 104. The starting five were, again, Craig Porter Jr., Max Struess, Isaac Okoro, Dean Wade, and Jarrett Allen. Dean Wade led with 20 points. And... Wow. Craig Porter Jr. led with 11 assists. Saturday, they played the Chicago Bulls in Chicago, and they won 109-95. to The starting five were, again, Craig Porter Jr., Max Struess, Isaac Okoro, Dean Wade, and Jarrett Allen. Max Struess led with 26 points, and Jarrett Allen recorded another double-double at 19 points and 17 rebounds. Their next games will be tomorrow at the Dallas Mavericks. Friday at the Milwaukee Bucks and Monday or I'm sorry Friday is not at it is in Cleveland against the Milwaukee Bucks and Monday at the Toronto Raptors so hopefully they can get a few more wins in there with uh, all these injuries Um, haven't heard any updates on Mobley and Garland so not sure where things stand with the two of them And when they may be returning, but, uh, I don't think we're even close to their, their windows of, uh, six to eight weeks. So we've got a little, little time, but hopefully, uh, Donovan Mitchell is on the mend and we'll be back and hopefully Sam Merrill's injury isn't too significant and he can get back. Um, I believe it's an, a high ankle sprain for Sam. Um, but, uh, but we'll see. The Charge are missing a few players because they are with the Cavs in Craig Porter Jr., Isaiah Mobley, and Imoni Bates, who was called up after Sam Merrill got hurt. Uh, So they played Wednesday at G League Ignite and won 100-88. to Pete Nance led with 24 points and also had a double-double with 12 rebounds. Friday they played the Oklahoma City Blue and lost uh, not 10 121 to 103. Zare Smith led with 17 points and Pete Nance had another double double with 15 points and 12 rebounds. Their next games are Friday and Saturday against the Long Island Nets. In college basketball, Ohio State played New Orleans and won 78 to 36. Their next game is Saturday against West Virginia. Akron played Gardner-Webb and won 94 to 90. Their next game is Saturday against St. Bonaventure. Kent State played Oregon and lost 84 to 70. Their next game is Saturday at St. Mary's, California. Youngstown State played Navy and won 75 to 65. Their next game is Sunday against Oakland. Cleveland State played Western Michigan and won 90 to 77 and their next games are Thursday against Oakland and Sunday against IUPUI. And that is, because I had to look it up, Indiana University of Purdue University, Indianapolis, I think, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Anywho, (laughs) Mount Union played Berea.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohoo! A hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five. But if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait! Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: College and won ninety three to sixty four, and then they played St. John's and won. 76 to 65 their next games are none they don't play again until January so we'll talk about them next week but that is going to wrap things up for basketball so you know what I'm going to throw in the Guardians news because why not I just have to find it it's here they just made a trade today. A trade today. They traded pitcher Cody Morris to the Yankees for outfielder Estevan Florial. So, best of luck to Cody Morris in New York. And let's see what Estevan Florial can do for us, for our Guardians. That is all the news on the Guardians. So I am going to take another short break before we get into some hockey and wrap things up for the night. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, but I will be back after a short break to talk hockey with the Blue Jackets and the Monsters. On the show of the land with Jen B on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
4: IE Sports Radio fans, it's your boy, the SoCal Saint, the host of the premier professional wrestling podcast online today, the IE Elite Wrestling Show. If you're a fan and have a passion for the world of professional wrestling, this is the show for you. I take you inside the ropes with all the athleticism, high-flying, And hard-hitting action. And then we take it backstage with all the backstage drama and backstabbing that goes on in the world of professional wrestling today. If something's going on in the world of professional wrestling, rest assured, the SoCal Saint knows what's going on. and He's going to let you know, too. If you're a fan, check us out every Tuesday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Only on IE Sports Radio. The IE Elite Wrestling Show your direct feed for all that is professional wrestling on the only network that is your direct feed for all that is sports check us out
1: Hello ladies and sinners, hello sports fans around the world, hello IE Sports family. This is Kale Henderson, the host of IE Vegas, the Sin City Sports Show, presented by IE Sports Radio. If you folks are interested in sports in the Vegas area, if you're wanting to have a blast for one hour, every Tuesday night from 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, This is a show built for the Vegas sports fans, where we feature the Las Vegas Raiders, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the Las Vegas Aces, and the University of Las Vegas, Nevada, Rebels. Hopefully, fingers crossed, MLB team coming soon. Either way, if you folks are looking to have a blast for one hour each and every week, tune in Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you folks are interested in Vegas sports news, Go to our Twitter at SinCities underscore IESR, and you can speak with me, the host, Kale Henderson, at Kale underscore Henderson on Twitter at any time. Be happy to reply. Always willing to reach out to our fans. Again, the Sin City Sports Show presented by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
2: Are you a fan of Buffalo sports? Are you thinking of changing royalties and becoming a Buffalo sports fan? Do you even know where Buffalo is on the map? Did you know Canada is closer to Buffalo than New York City? Welcome to the Buffalo Huddle. Every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Coast Time on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm your host, Patty Becks. This is a podcast designed for you, the passionate sports fan. I know you love your sports. Who doesn't? I cover Buffalo sports and so much more by bringing in the human elements. I call it Buffalo sports with a twist. Join me as we take a journey into the world of Buffalo sports. I guarantee you'll fall in love with Buffalo just like I did. Each week, we start with an inspiration, question of the day, a Buffalo fun fact, and a weekly challenge to you, the listener. Come huddle up with me. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Coast Time for the Buffalo Huddle with Patty Bax on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. As we say in Buffalo, Go Bills! You're
3: back live with Jen B on the show of the land on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. And normally Patty would be going after me, but tonight she is taking the day off to spend time with her family for the holidays. So be sure to check her out next Tuesday on the Buffalo Huddle. Now, let's get into some hockey. So, the Columbus Blue Jackets played last Tuesday in Buffalo against the Sabres. The Sabres scored first. And then Johnny Gaudreau got a goal to tie things up. And then Adam Fantilli had the go-ahead goal. And then Kirill Marchenko had a goal on a power play. And at the end of one, the Blue Jackets were up three to one. Kirill Marchenko then had two back-to-back goals, bringing the score to five to one. Marchenko had a hat trick and also scored the two goal; those two goals in the second period in eighteen seconds, setting a franchise record. Goodbranson then had a goal. Sean Corrali had a goal, and then the Sabers got a goal. And. At the end of two, the Blue Jackets were up 7-2. to two. Then the Sabres got a goal on a power play, and then they got another goal, and then Cole Sillinger scored a goal, and then Kent Johnson scored a goal, and the final was a 9-4. to four. And that was the second most goals in a single game in franchise history for the Blue Jackets. Thursday they played the Washington Capitals. The Capitals scored on a power play and the Blue Jackets were down one to nothing at the end of one. Cole Sillinger got a goal in the second, then the Capitals got another goal, and the Blue Jackets were down two to one at the end of two. Then Chinikov scored a goal and tied it up at two to two and it was two to two at the end of three and went into. Overtime, where the Capitals scored a goal on a power play after a crazy fight in the net between Wilson and Elvis Merz lincolns That resulted in a penalty on Merz lincolns and the rest is history. So, they lost 3-2 to in overtime. Saturday, they played the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs scored... First, Then um, Sean Corrales went to the locker room and play was stopped for a stretcher to come out. Um, It's not really clear what exactly happened. It is an abdominal injury. Uh, He was taken to the hospital for observation, but he was released later that night. Um, And the Blue Jackets were down one to nothing at the end of one. Then Justin Danforth got a goal and tied it up. Then the Maple Leafs scored to take the lead back. And then they got a power point goal. And at the end of two, they were up. The Leafs were up 3-1. to one. Then the Maple Leafs scored on a Blue Jackets power play. Bringing the score to 4-1. to one, And that was the final. So the Blue Jackets went... One and two this week. Not great. Not great. And Sean Corrales is hurt. So, another injury to add to the list. Anywho. uh, The next games are tomorrow at the New Jersey Devils. Friday versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Saturday at the Buffalo Sabres. Now up for some monsters, where they actually win hockey games. Wednesday, they played the Rochester Americans and won 5-3. to three. Trey Fix-Wolansky had the first goal on a power play, and it was his 67th goal, tying the franchise record for most goals. Then Jake Christensen had a power play goal, and at the end of one, the monsters were up 2-1. to one. At the end of two, it was tied two to two. And shout out to Itzdrewski in the chat. He is the host of the Heart of Texas show for everything Dallas sports. So be sure to check him out for your Dallas sports news. Then in the third period, Carson Meyer scored a goal. Luca Del Belbeluz had a goal on a power play. Then Cole Clayton scored an empty netter to finish out the win 5 two, 3. Friday, they played the Syracuse Crunch and won 4 to 3 in overtime. It was 0 0 at the end of one. Trey Fix Wolanski had a goal, setting the record for most goals in Monsters history at 68. At the end of two, the Monsters were down two to one. Then Jake Gaudette scored a goal. Alex Whalen scored a goal to tie the game. And it was three to three. At the end of three, then Trey Vixwolanski scored the winner in overtime. Saturday, they played the Utica Comets and won three to two. They were down one to nothing at the end of one. In the second period, Roman Akan and Jake Gaudette scored goals. And it was 2-2 two two at the end of the second period. Then Kaiser Carson Meyer scored the go-ahead goal in the third. And that was the final, 3-2. Their next games are Wednesday against the Toronto Marlies, Saturday at the Chicago Wolves, and Sunday at the Grand Rapids Griffins. So, hopefully, the Monsters can keep winning. Maybe the Blue Jackets can figure out how to win and not score all of their goals in one game. Maybe they could spread them out between multiple games. That would be nice. Once in a while. I mean, nine in one game is awesome, but you gotta save some of that scoring for the rest of the games during the week. Because. They only scored one goal in the last game. And I think two goals in the other game. But they scored nine against the Sabres. Whatever. Whatever, Blue Jackets. I'm just so over the Blue Jackets right now. It's just ridiculous. Like, everybody's hurt. And they just can't seem to get it together for more than one game at a time. So, I don't know. We'll see. But... I mean, they're not giving up a ridiculous amount of goals, so I guess that's good, but they really need to, to figure out this scoring. They're getting a lot of great shots, but they're just not... Uh, they're just not getting them in the net. Cheerski <laughs> says, you "Don't need to be in a scoring drought after putting up a nine spot, right? As soon as they did it, I was like, well, that's it for this week. We're done. They scored all their goals in the first game of the week. It's over. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, their leading scorer is out with a broken jaw. So, I mean, I guess that that has something to do with it. But, I don't know. they got to figure it out. I know... Uh, Pascal Vincent has been mixing up the lines a little bit, trying to get a better, uh, better chemistry, better, uh, I don't know, whatever, better something, something better, so that they actually score, but, um, I mean, they are, like I said, they're getting a lot of good shots, it's just, they're just not getting in the net. I mean, and there's only so much you can do about the the other team's goaltender being good. So, I mean, it is what it is. But they are, I mean, they're trying and they are, they do seem a little more cohesive. They're not uh, all wonky out on the ice. There, there seems to be a little more uh, chemistry and communication going on. And shout out to Patty Bax who just hopped in the chat to catch the end of the show. Uh, I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. And uh, I am about done for tonight. I don't have a whole lot more to talk about. I mean, we could talk for hours about the Browns' injuries because the list is probably as long as the quarterback jersey. <laughs> Oh yeah, it might be longer than the quarterback jersey. Actually, I don't know. It's crazy.
2: <coughs> <coughs>
3: <coughs> Sorry about that. Anywho, but uh, yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens with uh with Dustin Hopkins and uh, Corey Bajorquez. It really really sucks making it this far 10 and five and now we have no kicker or punter so you know i mean we have no quarterback we have no running back so why why not have no kicker and no punter why not let's just keep piling it on (laughs) oh thanks patty i've been battling this bug for like a month now it's just it just does not want to go away I, I, I'm doing okay though. It's it's finally starting to clear up, so hopefully by next week I will sound much better. But um, these uh, these Browns and their injuries, I just I don't know what I don't even know what to say about it anymore. So uh, hopefully we could pull out the win against the Jets on Thursday. I'm a little worried going into this on a short week with more injuries. But, you know, it is what it is. Just got to keep doing what we've been doing all season and just keep fighting. Need to get that 1-0 and record for this week. Well, I guess it'll be 2-0 and technically since they won on Sunday. So they actually have to go 2-0 and this week. But um, we just got to get there. And I think they can do it. And like I said earlier... A win, and they're in. And uh, still have a shot at the number one seed. Even after Baltimore kicked the pants off the 49ers yesterday. I was so rooting for the 49ers. I was so, so, so rooting for the 49ers. They disappointed me. Brock Purdy picked that game of all games to start throwing interceptions. Like, for real, dude? Come on! Whatever it is what it is. It's over now. Hopefully the Dolphins can beat the Ravens. And... Who is who playing next week, Kachurski? The Browns? They're playing the Jets. The Browns play the Jets on Thursday. Yes. The Browns, Ravens, and Dolphins all have a chance at the number one seed... As mentioned by Taryn Rodriguez. Uh, Yes, and the Browns' last two games are the Jets and the Bengals. And the Ravens' last two games are the Dolphins and the Steelers. And the Dolphins' last two games are the Ravens and the Bills. So, we need, in order for the Browns to clinch, the Ravens need to lose to Miami and Pittsburgh. And the Dolphins have to beat Baltimore and lose to Buffalo. So, yes, Patty, go Bills. (laughs) I need your Bills to beat the Dolphins. So bad. So bad. (laughs) Oh, and drewski says the Browns have a great shot even being injured yeah i I am still shocked that they are ten and five with the with the injuries <laughs> j man host of spaced out sports, our Houston show just jumped on and said, I don't appreciate y'all tuning up my team like that l o l I got to give a shout out to J-Man though. He was optimistic to the very end. We were having a little go on uh, our band app that we use for the, uh, for the hosts to all communicate with each other. And he was like, we're still going to win. We're still going to win. We're still going to win. Like the whole game. It was, it was great. I I got to give him a shout out to for, uh for, for uh, that optimism um, but I mean, heck, they almost did start. They started the comeback when the Browns pulled all their starters. So, I mean, and then the Browns were like, oh, no, nope, everybody back in. And it was funny because Amari Cooper was on the sidelines after they pulled the starters. And, uh, he was begging to go back in. And Stefanski was like, nope, 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 not happening. Nope, nope. And then, then, the Texans scored two touchdowns on the, on the second string on the second stringers. And, uh, Mari said, he was like, you know, I was just chilling. I had accepted that I wasn't going back in. And then all of a sudden they're like, you're back in. And it's a good thing because he wouldn't have, uh, he wouldn't have gotten that record, that single game record. If he hadn't gone back in, he was nine, nine yards shy before going back in. And he got a 13 or 14 yard reception to break the record. So, uh um, so that was that was great for him. Um he like I said, he wouldn't have gotten it if he hadn't gone back in. So and he says he didn't even know about the record. Um, so that's not why he was asking to go back in. He was asking to go back in because he wanted to get to three hundred yards receiving. <laughs> he didn't even know about the record. But um Drewski says someone should be coach of the year. I couldn't agree more. Um I actually just saw the odds earlier today and Stefanski is actually the uh, odds on winner as of right now. He surpassed Dan Campbell after this week. So uh, we'll see if he gets it. He's already gotten it once. He got it his first year when uh, the Browns made it to the playoffs the last time beating Pittsburgh two weeks in a row once in the regular season to get into the playoffs and then in the wild card round and then they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs after that awful 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 hit and ridiculous non-call at the goal line where higgins was almost murdered but you know whatever we don't hold grudges we don't hold grudges in cleveland no grudges no grudges That's a lie. (laughs) I will hate Baltimore till the day I die. (laughs) Anywho. um, But yeah, so the Browns have got to win on Thursday and they clinch. And then they will be on to Cincinnati to play the Bengals the following Sunday to wrap up the regular season. And maybe, just maybe, um I just lost my complete and total train of thought. Anyway, uh J Man says I forgot the guy, but that sack that got called back, then he gets right back on it the next play. Yeah, that was Darius Smith. Yeah, so Darius Smith got a sack. It was called back on a uh, holding penalty. On MJ Emerson, who was just being penalized left and right on Sunday. He was just, I I don't know what he was doing out there. He was just grabbing people like crazy. Anywho, um, so the play got called back because of the penalty. And then on the very next play, Zadarius Smith got a sack again. And that one counted. (laughs) So uh, Zadarius Smith actually had two sacks. And uh, I think JOK had one also. Um and JOK and Daron Daron Harmon both had interceptions. So, uh, and this one was definitely an interception for JOK, unlike on, the one last week that was probably not an interception, but they called it an interception. But it didn't really matter because it was the end of the half. Um, but, uh, um, but yeah. So, the second. The second was worse, too. He blew our center the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, God. It's a good thing I have the explicit tag on. Because I probably shouldn't have read that. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. But anyway. Before I go into a full-blown coughing fit, I'm going to wrap this up. So, that is all for tonight. Thank you for joining me on the show of the land. And be sure to follow me on X, Instagram, and threads at Believeland Girl. And on TikTok at jen dot That's J-E-N-N dot believeland. And uh, also follow the show for daily updates on Cleveland and Columbus sports on X at show of the land IE. And like I said earlier, don't forget to go check out that pinned post and vote for Joe Flacco for FedEx air player of the week. Next up is not the Buffalo huddle. It is going to be Philly Sports Talk with, with, I know this, but it's not coming to me right at this moment, with Cash and Chris, but it won't be for another hour or so, but be sure to check them out for everything Philly Sports, and the Eagles finally got another win, so be sure to, be sure to hop on there, because I'm sure they'll have a lot of great stuff to talk about. Be sure to catch me next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern on the show of the land for more on Cleveland and Columbus sports right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Have a great night, Ohio.